Hello and welcome back to Grim Encounters. We are an actual play tabletop RPG podcast using the chill 3rd edition rule set based in the wonderful modern day Chicago land world. My name is Nort. I'll be your spooky little chill master and your players are Robert playing Wesley Hung again. Uh, Anna playing Mavis. Derek's playing Father Frank Flanagan. And uh, wait. Here's my future papers. It appears uh, there's a picture of Mavis screaming. Don't know why that. So she must be up next in the interview. So we're going to hop forwards in time. Mavis. Yes. You are telling me about what happened? Yeah. So uh, we took the uh, underground trolley carts. I don't know uh, what they are. This is like a trolley cart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we took that to the park because uh, Frank was uh, called to by uh, Abraham. Yeah. And then uh, uh, we were keeping lookout, and um, I fell out of a tree. As you do. And uh. He was attacked by gross people. I don't know. They looked weird. Ganabe, I think, is yes. what they were they were called. Probably. Um, and then a man with a trench coat uh, came and killed them. One, I think there was one. That was that was pretty much it. Okay, I, I believe from either of you news that his name was Draz. Oh yeah, his name's Draz. Yes, old friend of mine, oh. and your family's, mm-hmm. and he had a man with him named Abraham. Yes, which oh. I had heard about Abraham before. Interesting. Um, do you have a question for me? Uh, no, not today. Are you sure? Yes. Do you want to ask your conscience, maybe? So, uh... This this Draz character, you know. Ooh, what's up with him? Okay. Uh, Jose Draz Rodriguez <laughs> was born in southern Texas. He joined SAVE about 20 years ago, 25 years ago. After he found an artifact of grand power on one of his hikes... He deemed this gun, this revolver, steel mercy. Huh, like my, uh, my, my, my little steel bane? Almost exactly like your steel bane. He became infatuated with finding the partner he swore it had, which apparently it did. It does. You're holding it. Yes, sir. Eventually joining the Arcane Oracles and serving with them for 15 years. He got on many occasions and worked alongside your parents and Stephen and Charles. Up until the incident where he went, the whole team went missing, minus Charles. Anyway, tell me what happens next. Uh, so you're standing in between. Oh, next, Abraham's standing next to you. Wesley's on your other side. Mavis is 15 feet back, and Draz as close a distance between you guys. Okay. Well, hello there, young man. And who might you be? Turns oh. to Wesley. Well, who are you first? Mm. He bows again, takes off his hat. Silver hair spilling onto the ground. My name is Jose Draz Rodriguez. Hi, I'm I'm Wesley, and, and then I do a deep bow also. He uh, kind of looks up in his bow and smiles, pops back up, puts his Undertaker hat back on his head, okay. and stands up promptly in front of you. And uh, when he stands up, he like throws his trench coat back, and you see a silvered revolver on his hip. Well, you do. She's still fucking 20 feet away for some reason, so. 
They haven't noticed her. <laughs> okay. Because she's in the darkness. Yeah, that's fair. What do you guys say? It's so nice to see you. And I reach out my crucifix. Onto who? Um, first Abraham, because he's next to me. Um, he uh, takes it and places it on his chest. It's good to see you. It's been a long time. And who is this? I, I turned to Draz. Draz, you say? Yeah, he, uh, he, like, undershirt, he pulls up a similar one, puts it back in, and then comes over and places his hand on it. He has, like, these long, like, uh, they're not, like, I wouldn't say spindly, mm-hmm. but they're, like, these, these, like, longer fingers, and, like, his, uh, his nails have, like, this, like, black sheen to them. They're okay. almost painted. He has, like, piano fingers? Yes. Thank you. Can't be some precautions. Careful. He says, mm, precautions, of course. I do thank you for saving me. The last run-in I had with the Kanabe was most unfortunate as I touched my leg. <laughs> mm, I can see that. You can also see it, like, places a hand on, like, on your face. That he also survived a life, uh, life transference. It's not like rough or anything. Mm-hmm. I am so sorry, right? It is all right. Pats you on the shoulder. I've grown accustomed to it. And he spins around, kind of like takes a few steps. Like he, like he's like walking as he's talking. So what brings you on this case? Or should I say, what what brings you out here? I know my. T- they, uh, my organization's not around anymore. Hmm. I look at Abraham. I have a meeting with a son. Abraham. Get a, he stiffens up. So why are we here? Well, we were hunting that. I believe his... He was on a mission. And it appears that was you. Hmm. He looks over your shoulder, cocks his head, his hair kind of spills to the side. Miss, why don't you come out of the shadows? And he smiles and you see these pure white teeth looking over Frank's shoulder. I will walk up. Okay. Bow out. (laughs) Yeah, bow out. Gives you like his face gets a a little crispy kind of push, like, not pushes, but walks past you. Mm-hmm. He's very graceful as he walks. Mavis. Mavis Osterling. I don't believe I know you. He, like, gives you a grand smile. I knew your parents. Extends his hand. I, I shake it. He, uh, takes it and places his hand on top of it. Sorry I wasn't able to. Stop them. Stop whom? The vampires. They ambushed us. This is... And as he starts out, you hear sirens kick up. Hmm. It appears we have lingered too long. Shall we? Yeah, I'd say so. May we accompany you wherever you're going. Richard's not gonna like that. But that's okay. Richard... Yes, I'll explain on the way. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Guess hustle. Abraham heads back and he... He is rifling through the clothes that are on the ground. And he catches up to you guys. So yeah, uh, there's a car that's parked right next to your guys' van. Well, you guys didn't have one. Mm-mm. We took the... Yeah. We took the we trolley. Ubered here. I guess or, you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you all pile into Draz's. He has like this old... Um, this like old um, like 1974 Buick mm-hmm. um, and there's there's room for you guys to squeeze in the back it's a little tight but he uh, he like pulls out and drives away just and, like you guys are turning the corner just as a bunch of cop cars like, pull up to this to the um, park Abraham goes so where are we going exactly why to the church of course mm, home Yes. Yes, it is. Sure. Uh, do you instruct him to go anywhere besides you go directly to the church? Or? We're going to go to the... Because um, I know it's close to the church is mm-hmm. the um, like entrance to the 
Sure. Whatever place underground. Um, you give him the address, uh, and Draz, he knows it. So. Yeah. Uh, Draz is like taking random turns, and like he's taking, he takes like twice as long to get there. He looks like he is making sure that no one was following them. Mm-hmm. Uh, he seems very paranoid. Like it just, it beside, like underneath his charismatic, you can definitely just feel this. Fire. Underneath his like charismatic and regalness is just this deep deep set paranoia that you relate to on a, just a human level. Yes. Um, and you guys arrive, and it's dark. It's like 10 p.m. at this point. Mm-hmm. And you guys pull up to it, and he goes... He looks like Draz is looking super confused. <laughs> Abraham's kind of too. And, uh... Yeah, uh... Wesley and your pack, you always carry one of the openers... Mm-hmm. And you, you bop it, and this like wall opens up, and you guys drive down it. Closes instantly behind you, and they are like, they're both super confused. What's going on? You just take them all the way through it. Yep. I say nothing. Okay. <laughs> um. They're being respectful and like, because you're slower, so they're, but they're looking like they're both very antsy. And uh, you guys make it to um, the end of like that ca- cavern hallway, mm-hmm. and it opens into that bright white, blinding lobby with like the weird '80s couches everywhere. Mm-hmm. I guess it would be weird '60s couches everywhere. Yeah. And Sydney is at the desk, just kind of like looking at her phone, and looks up as you guys enter, super, super up, like panic. Like she stands up. It's all right, Sydney. I will vouch for them both. In fact, I think Richard's in for a wonderful surprise. She gives a weary smile and buzzes you guys in. Greeting, uh, it's a very quiet. The only person you see up immediately is you see Sarah sitting on a table. Down, down the the uh, big giant like mm-hmm. bullpen. And um, and you see like the, the main office light, lights are on, but the blinds are drawn. And then you hear, like, some whizzing and whirring from the lab, like normal. But nothing besides that you hear. You don't see anybody. Okay. And they are both just, like, observing everything. Ma, ma, ma. Welcome. To the save. Night. 1974. The old HQ. Welcome to save. It's back. Never really left. Just Tear, tears come out, like not like sobbing, just like out of his eyes. Finally. Welcome home, Jazz. Right? Stiff knot. I'm gonna go sit at my desk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you sit at your desk. <laughs> When you sit at your desk, you take your gear off. Before you sit down, or you just sit down with all your gear on? I just sit down with all my gear on. I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. You mean you have to lay your bow on the desk, but yeah. besides that, you could sit in everything. You just kind of like, as they're talking, just briskly walk to the desk and sit down, and now you're sitting down facing everyone. <laughs> I take out a, a pencil and paper. Okay. And uh, I write down... I sit, I write down Charles... Gary, Victoria, Draz, Stephen. Okay. Yes. And I'm crossing off all the names except for Gary and Victoria, and I circle them. Okay. So they're just, everyone just kind of like, the other, the Abraham and Draz watch you, but the other two don't. I imagine they're used to you just kind of being eccentric. Abraham looks like he's about to say something as you speak, Father. <laughs> like, to address that. It's okay. Hmm, all right. I see. Draz starts to look a little giddy. So, uh... Um... Who... You said Richard. Richard. Indeed I did. When I went back, there was no nothing there. It's a long story. Well, sort of. I haven't actually heard all of it as a fact. He doesn't like to, he doesn't like to talk about it. I imagine he wouldn't. 
he was betrayed. Mm. Um. Wh- wh- where, where is anyone? I'll see if he's here. Okay. Walk over to the to the uh, office. Yeah, he is. He looks like he had. He had. When you open the door, mm-hmm. you go up the stairs and open the door. He is asleep on his hand. His cane's resting against the desk, and he looks like he has. There's like a bottle of whiskey sitting in front of him. That's like there's like a glass. It's not empty or anything. Mm-hmm. He doesn't awake when you. Mm. Well, Richard. He looks up startled. It's all right. Oh. How can I help you? He looks at his watch. Oh, man. Yes, it's rather late. I do apologize. Of course. What's the problem? Well, I think that I should become a recruiter for save instead. Just follow me. He nervously picks Easy. up his cane. And Easier this way. Um, everyone's kind of piled around your desk at this point, Mavis. Okay. Um, and Gary is, uh, I mean, not Gary, uh, Draz is like, lean, like has one foot, one like ass cheek up on your desk looking over you. His hair is kind of spilling onto your papers. I see you crossed out my name there, dear. Do you plan to kill me? No. I'm just wondering why you're here. Why I'm here? Why you? And just as you say that, you hear, like, the canes, and they come around the kitchen, and Richard goes, Son of a bitch! And he just, faster foot, foot drag leg, and Draz looks up, just radiant smile. And then they both, like, bro clasp, like, in Predator. <laughs> and they go in for a hug. And they talk some moment, and then they all make over to you, come back over to you. Well, this is a night full of emotions, I see. Abraham pipes up. I don't mean to interrupt the reunion, but I found something. And he throws on the desk, he throws this, like, scrap of paper. Um, and, uh, Mavis, I don't know who would grab it. but I'll grab it. You unfold it. And written on it in like this like pristine handwriting. Um, it says Objective one had a security and it's crossed out. Objective two it says Maya's assistant. And then there's there's no other, like bullets. And then below it it says uh, it looks like it's some different writing. It says uh, Silent Deception told me not to go after him but I want to make my master proud. And that's what you read off to everybody. Hmm. You're going to have to remind me what his name was. It was... Silent Deception was the name. No, 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 no. Um, the guy's wife, Green, right? I want to say Jeff, but I know that that's it's, not right. It was Jack and April May. Jack. Okay, and it was a J. Hmm. Similar handwriting to what you read prior. Yeah. yeah. Jack. That explains some. There's, so there's an infestation again. Apparently. And you're saying it's the one that hurts you. Mm, I never did find out his name. Looks like we have it. Mm. Yes, who's ever master this is. He, uh... Or was. Looks like... They're a very cultured group of unknown, very obnoxious, very... Pres- they like to give themselves fancy smancy names like Silent Deception, Based in Lies, I'm an Asshole, stuff like that. And he, like, angrily sits back down on the desk. That's, I mean, now we know what the after, at least. We thought it was just the one. We followed him all the way up from Southern Illinois. Hmm. It looks like they've shown their hand. Mayor's office. Yeah. And you say there's a Jack fellow. He's dead. Hmm. 
as was the cabbie that drove him. We suspect another Ganabe. Hmm. Well, there's probably multiple if they're inf- infiltrating the mayor's office. Hmm. Ja- I don't remember. Jack was... He wasn't the head of security, was he? Because uh, his wife was Mickey an attorney. Was. Mickey okay, was Mickey the head of security. Was. Okay. Um, but he was found dead, so... Okay. It, this must have been the one that botched that. Okay. So then... There must be a new head of security. Was a new head of security, and, and now, now they're presumably dead. Okay. Because um, it was crossed out, so... Right. And because Jack was the... He worked at the mayor's office, though. You're getting names. As. Jack was the guy from your backstory. You're thinking oh, yeah, of Mickey yeah, yeah, and Yasmin. Yeah. Mickey and Yasmin. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's... Yasmin was just like a DA. Yeah. Okay, so she... But she was the DA at the mayor's office. Uh, she was... Yeah, she was from one of the counties. Okay. And then, like, he... Mickey worked at... He was he was in charge of the security team. Okay. I'm just making sure I got that yep. right. But he was killed and they were... She said they replaced him already. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Oh, no. I hope April's not dead. <laughs> April was in Southern Illinois. She was. Yeah. I fought so hard to keep her alive. You could ask why he was in there in Southern Illinois. That's true. What's our what exactly is in Southern Illinois? Well, uh, this one was sent on a task to uh, kill a woman and her family. Mm. We stopped it. April's okay then. He looks at you and smiles. My, my, Father Frank Flanagan, you are more intertwined with these things than I... He could be pauses. Ever wish on anyone? <laughs> I think the Lord may have sent me for this task specifically. The Lord works in many ways. Many mysterious ways. You're just surrounded by Catholic men. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is Jazz Catholic yeah. too? That's awesome. He had this like almost exact crucifix you had. Just slightly different markings. Must be a different sect. Well, uh, and then you just hear like a like a scream. Like not like a horror scream, just like a like a like a, a yay scream when you see Sarah is just standing in the kitchen. The kit the door's wide open and she's looking at Jazz. And she like you hear like a clank and her helmet falls off. <laughs> And she just fucking runs. And Draz is like, Sarah. And she jumps on him. And they hug. Aww. She holds it at us. Arms like, and goes, how many of you of you guys made it? And Sarah is just like, can't even, she's talking so fast, she don't even know what she's saying. He is just like, oh my dear. What'd they do to you? And, uh, so what are you guys doing? Abraham is just quietly standing next to Frank, like behind him. He's like three times the size of him. <laughs> Wesley's been mostly just standing by Mavis's desk, just oh, oh is it, this is almost like watching a movie for him. So yeah. he's just kind of like, like okay, here comes the good parts. Yep, the reunion parts. I'll I'll, I'll turn and talk, Abraham. Sure. Crossed arm, just. You look as though you've you've been doing well. Yes, uh, we have stopped many of these things. Where did you meet Draz? About a few weeks after I left. I uh, was stumbling around Chicago trying to hunt down a doppelganger. And he actually got the best of me. Hmm. It uh, was standing over me laughing when its head exploded. He has a pension for that, then. That damn, that damn revolver. He keeps saying it has some dead shot ability, but I think he's just being humble. Intriguing. He, can, he leans in. You know, it can, he can change what the bullet does. I've seen a gun that does that before. He looks to you, a gun that does that. Hmm, yes. Yes, Mavis has has a similar gun. You hear your name pipe up. I look at Abra- them. Abraham looks at you. You have a similar gun. Can I see it? What do you mean? No. Okay. <laughs> he puts his hands up. I'm sorry. He points to Draz, who is in com- deep conversation with Richard and Sarah. 
He's been looking for that a gun like that. His. He points the gun on his hip. For 20 plus years. It's my gun. Now that, you know that she says it, Mavis, mm-hmm. I'm glad, uh, you feel like this gun is a part of you, like for real. Mm-hmm. You feel attached to it. I'm glad you're playing it like that, because that's 100% what I was about to make you do. I was going to have you do. He, go, he goes, oh, no, no, I'm, I won't say anything. I'll let you handle that. And he looks back to you. It's not my mission. Just interesting. Yeah, we've been roaming for the past few years. All us trying to clean up Illinois. Hmm. There's a reason this state's to shit. <laughs> it's not all our fault. Well, that's good to know, I suppose. Met a fella down... Down in the more foresty regions of the state. Recently, actually, he was uh, with a troop of counselors turned save. They are hunting down some lycanthrope, last time I checked. We had a case, oh, several months back now, I believe. Similar situation. Wait. Was his name Kip Harrington? I don't know. Yes. yes yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> I was like, yes. Yes. Well, Jesus Christ. You know, you and Abdalrin recruited those kids. I wasn't lying. I just told Richard that I have a penchant for drawing in those to save. When when uh, he met us, he was very aggressive that we were make sure we were in save first. He kept mentioning something about the something with the hidden eye or something without the eyes. Or, uh, I don't know much about that, but because Draz has told me a little bit, but it's not always creatures we have to worry about. Sometimes. Humans get wrapped up in things they shouldn't. Yes, yes, in that case it was astral werewolves, or lycanthropes, I believe. On a book. Mm. Twins. Sad, fortunate. Sad day. Sometimes, though. Poor Grandmama. Just how. Yeah, poor Grandmama. (laughs) Yeah. Shame on me. (laughs) Kill Grandmama. Well, uh, and just as that. Uh, Sarah just she goes she says I go get the others and she she sprints to like the uh, the laboratory and Richard takes a seat at one of the desks and just is observing doesn't really want to intervene mm-hmm. um, he's wide awake at this point so yeah and Draz walks back over like right behind you Mavis places a hand what I was saying with your parents you ask why I'm here and they're not so we were ambushed. We were sent to... There was a team. It was our backup, our last resort team. Team Trauma. He looks around. I don't see them here. Uh, they were sent to save another team. I don't even remember. It was just some other new recruit team. We got a we got a distress signal from one of the members. Her name was her name was Amelia. She got separated somehow. Messaged my phone to come save her. Richard told us not to. He had something was going down. Teams were going missing. That day, teams were getting wiped. He did not know what was happening. I convinced Victoria to leave to go and save this one because we don't leave a man behind and safe and everyone agreed um we left Charles was was off with his son somewhere in town so we hadn't heard from him all day his phone wasn't picking up we rushed off uh, to this abandoned warehouse We kept getting bad feelings. I, my powers were being muddled somehow. We got to the second floor and we found her. We found Amelia. In pieces. With this beautiful woman holding the phone. Smiling. Before we could even react, 
Out from the ceiling, out from the rooms, vampires poured out. Uh, he's, he, like, swallows. Like, he's choking up. Yeah. Uh, Steven ran. We told him to run. He made it out. They didn't even seem worried about him. Uh, Gary and Victoria were talking to him. Distracting him. With vampires, they're easy to uh, play into. They like to toy with us before they do the deed. I started shooting. No longer for talking. I'm more for the shooting. Took out a couple of them. This little one. This little girl came up. Just, just tackled into me. Took me by the arm and threw me out of the window. A three-story window. I smashed down to the pavement. Stumbling. Arm broken. He opens up his... Shows you his arm. He has this, like, gash that was never healed properly. I look up and there's just... Light. Just... Gary must have popped back into his his astral form and was doing stuff and I Victoria ran to the window and screamed for me to run so I did puts his hands in his hands so I ran I stand up and I put a finger in his face and I say your fault and I grab my bow and I, I, I say I'm, I'm happy for your little reunion but I have a case to work on and I go to the library he uh, he just full forces crying summed up on her desk And uh, Abraham, uh, Frank, you hear this in the middle of your conversation with Abraham. She's like, I imagine she's raising her voice at him. And Draz is just kind of hunched over, looking down. And Richard is just like, he looks like he stood up, but he wasn't fast enough to even. He was worried she was going to strike him or something, but she didn't. Wesley, what do you do with all that? Oh, I was sitting there like shocked face the whole time. Just, whoa, what just <laughs> happened there? So uh, Wesley goes over to Draz, like, puts his hand on shoulder, like, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm going to go see if she's okay. So he doesn't say anything. Yeah. It's like, I don't, I don't know what to say to him. I kind of know what to say to her. So <laughs> shuffle onto the library and follow it's, her. It's been a rough time. Abraham nods and walks over to Draz and. I want to make sure that I've got this right. Mm-hmm. We, we do we know, or is it only you that knows that they're thralls now? So you don't know. You're not sure if they're thralls. No, I know that because like the one team knew, and I know that the Jewel, Jewel okay. knew, and I know that okay. you had a conversation. So her. Stephen, Stephen knows they're alive. Okay, he knows they. She acted like she didn't know him. Okay. Um, so you don't, you can just, I mean, I guess assume from your guys' experience that they're probably enthralled. Okay. But you, you're not confirmed of that. Okay. And then Jewel confirmed that a few months ago she saw them alive. Yes. So. I don't know if we know, like we know that or if it's only Did you tell you, the rest though. of them? Yeah. We've okay. had this okay. conversation before. Okay. Uh, pretty, okay. yeah, I'm pretty sure. So yeah, she, you guys know all of this. Okay. Um. So yeah, Draz doesn't know. He thinks they're dead. You'll have to forgive her. It's been a very long, long time. She's only recently found out that uh, the Osterlings are both, um, well, at least alive several months ago. He looks up to you, just crazed eyes, almost like, what? Mm-hmm. They didn't kill him. No, which which may be worse, but... He nods, he goes, no, she's right, I should have stayed, I should have fought to the last. But when you lead, it tells you to do something. I was torn. I wouldn't have made it up there fast enough anyway. I was heavily wounded. 
I wouldn't worry. I, he looks at you. I still blame myself, though. She's right. No. I'm... No. Blame the demons and monsters that lurk in the dark. Do not blame yourself. You've done and did everything right. Can you roll crisis counselor for me? Hells yeah, I can. <laughs> oh, I got a 96. So it's only a low success. Oh, boo-hoo. Boo-hoo. <laughs> um, he looks up to you and he, he gives a faint smile. He goes, you're all right. I couldn't imagine what she's going through. I, I also, I get... I don't blame her for her words. It's she didn't know me very well before, so I'm, once we figure this out, I'm gonna stay and help her find him. I think that you and Abraham would be a very welcome addition to this save HQ. He says he pulls out this like old save card. It like has like it. It's like a. It's like plastic. Mm-hmm. But it's like uh, when he picks it up, it lights up and it has like a digital readout of his like him who he was. And it's like a very young photo of him from like five, six years ago. His hair's black in the photo. Nice. Silver now. He says, I wonder if this still works. And Richard just looks up and just goes, whoa, I haven't seen that in a long time. I haven't seen that ever. <laughs> uh, they both laugh. Um, we're going to cut to Wesley and... Mavis, Mavis, you you open the door and you run in. What do you do when you get in here? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay, so you're just like standing in one of the aisles. Yeah. Okay. And I'm imagine. Uh, I I subconsciously went into the vampire aisle. Okay. Yeah, you're just kind of standing there. I don't know. Are you? Are what emotion is she having right now? Blank. Just okay. You hear the door open a few moments later. And you hear some heavy footsteps and like a chain rattling. Turn to see Wesley. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> you okay? No. You want to talk about it? No. You wanna go get some food? Yeah. Let's go get some food. Sir, uh, sure. You guys <laughs> um leave and they're still having a conversation and you kinda like sneak your way to the kitchen. And you know that uh uh what was her, was her name like Rose Rosa. Rosa Rosa, Rosa always leaves like snacks and meals in there that you can just pop in the microwave or whatever. Hell yeah. I love Rosa. And she and she has a. Uh, for your team especially because you guys talk to her so much she has like your like meals you guys love all ready for you to go he's got to heat them up so what is Mavis's favorite meal she cooks spaghetti yeah she has some spaghetti in a Tupperware for you hell yeah and it says Mavis's only hell yeah I I heat up some spaghetti (laughs) and she has your broccoli and chicken yes that sounds really good yeah so you guys take it and you're just like sitting on like the uh, there's like a, a small place like a bar stool where you could sit on there's like a small counter for you to eat on if you don't want to go all the way like if you just because like you guys can just go talk to her uh-huh. and uh, uh, Wesley also puts down a cup of coffee for you I don't know what Wesley drink coffee do no or tea no not neither water no oh no I'm drinking right now oh Ow. that's right alcohol yeah yeah <laughs> come on how'd you forget <laughs> Uh, so you, there's there's some warm coffee and some spaghetti. Awesome, great combo. And but I, also a combo I actually. Eat. Is there like is it just like sci like friendly like silence between you guys as you guys eat? I imagine or I feel like there would be like some awkward silence as we're like eating and Wesley just kind of like every now and then kind of like looks over like you want to talk now? No, okay. It's like is she gonna say nothing now? No, no, okay. So he's being respectful, but he looks like he like he's super worried about you. Okay, I look at him. Did you want to talk to me? I'm here if you want to talk. Talking helps. They they just did things with such ease. Who? 
My parents? Ah, okay, that's what we're okay. Making sure we're starting on the same foot. Okay. Yeah? Th- things were just so easy, and, and, and there's just so many cases, and... Well, they, I'm sure that it wasn't easy for them at first. But... Things should be getting easier, and they're not. Well, I mean, look at the stuff we're going against. It's some crazy stuff. I mean, it's not going to be easy all the time. Yeah. We just have to overcome, and 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 we'll be good. <sighs> silence. There was that awkward silence between us. Yes. Right at the end there, and uh, Wesley turns like. You know what we need to do? We need to go watch a movie. Let's go watch Pinocchio. I, I like Pinocchio. The, yeah. cat, the cat's my favorite. He's Pinocchio. awesome. Pinocchio would be good. There's, you know, him overcoming stuff like we're trying to do. And then there's also the cricket guy. He's awesome. And then there's a whale. I remember that. Yeah, no, the, I'm scared of the whale. Okay, we can skip that part if need be. I sure. am genuinely terrified of the whale and Pinocchio. Sure. Yeah, you guys. Monstro. Yes. And then, you know, Starved Rock, how they have that giant whale. Yeah, I went there as a child and, like, I was terrified. I could not go in that room because I was so scared of the whale that and Pinocchio. Room, well, that room's kind of creepy just in general, so. Well, whales are huge, so, I mean, that's that's kind of terrifying. Whales are. Really There's also, like, big. realistic squids and shit. Oh, it's I'm also scary. scared of the part when the kids turn into donkeys. See, okay, here's a little thing. Um, I actually learned how to spit by watching that movie. And one day I was spitting outside and my mom's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm spitting. And she's like, where'd you learn that from? And I was like, Pinocchio. She's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> but if you look at it, they're also drinking and smoking and all that yeah. other stuff. Mm-hmm. Great movie. So yeah, you guys head to um, the like the lounge area. And uh, there's like a, there is like an old CRTV, but there's also like a new plasma that they look like they just installed. And uh, there's like some beanbag chairs and a couch. Um, sitting on asleep on the beanbag chair is Roman. He's like sitting okay. on a beanbag chair that's way too small for him. <laughs> but he's a, he's in like his like normal suit, except his jacket's off. It's like hung up on like the coat rack, and he has fallen asleep. And it looks like he was um, he was watching some old Russian cartoon on okay. on the the plasma. Let's make this fun. Uh, we have to, uh, we have to drink every time Pinocchio says father. I like it. Should we get him in on this? Yeah. Okay. And I, I, I elbow Roman. Okay. Um, he, he stands up, like he jumps up and grabs you and puts you in like a, kind of like bear hugs you. Okay. Like you see your face is like up on his like muscular peck. Okay. And he's like, oh, Mavis. I'm so sorry. It didn't hurt you. It just like he was very fast. He's like, "Oh, Mavis, I'm so sorry." Uh, Pinocchio, we're we're drinking. Okay. You don't want to wake the sleeping bear. Just <laughs> yeah. He goes, "Oh, you you just your uh, your hands are so soft." And he Thanks. like uh, pushes away and sit, sits back down in his beanbag chair. I'd love to join. Pop it in, boy. We 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 don't have to pop it in. I've downloaded every single one of them. I could just. Oh yes, that's right. You and your Americans love the tech. Yeah, yeah. By the way, I'm pretty sure Wesley would be really pissed that Disney Plus is out now because he just spent all that money to buy those. Yeah. It's not out yet in those worlds. So. <laughs> I know. I know. But I'm just saying. <laughs> he's gonna be. Yeah, he's gonna be pissed. Gonna be so mad. Future, future. Him he's is gonna, gonna be, be so mad. It's gonna be a little sad. He's gonna be excited because there's gonna be a few movies on there that he didn't realize were actually Disney movies, and he's gonna be super stoked about that. So it'll work out in the end. Yeah, yeah. Like Sword in the Stone. Everyone forgets about that. No, one. I remember my, that one. That's my favorite Disney movie. Really? Yes. Yeah, it is. My oh. favorite Disney movie is Hunchback of Notre Dame. I know we've talked about this like 50 million times on the show. I guess but I, I love frozen. it so much. Great Mouse Detective. Uh, Nobody ever remembers it, but it has uh, Vincent Price is does a voice in there. Yeah, mm. that is that was such a good movie. Yeah, a you know what movie. I like? Underrated. I like American Tale. Listen, that's my favorite Disney Mouse that's movie. That's not a Disney movie. It's not. Movie. A Disney movie. It's, not? Nope. it's not a Disney what? movie. What? I swear it is. Nope. No, I have to look it up. <laughs> it's not. No, I have and, to. And uh, Five Goes Five West, West is much, much better. Much yes, better. I agree. I like that one more as well. 
Side no note. way. American. On American. Side note, Frozen 2. Fantastic movie. All right. Sorry. Anyway, so you guys pop in Pinocchio and pass around some drinks. What does Mavis drink? Uh, I think we decided that Mavis likes scotch. Isn't that <laughs> wasn't that a thing? That sure. sounds about right. Yeah. There's like a there's like an old school globe that you guys pop open that has liquor in it. Oh, and, oh uh, yeah. It's like a, they've been restocked with everyone's favorites. Uh, Grim must have done it. He knows everyone's favorites. Of course, he's the psychologist. Uh huh. And uh, so Roman grabs some vodka, obviously, and obviously. you guys pop in the movie. When after that, we're gonna hop back to Frank and them. So you got done consoling Jazzy. Seems to be, you know, he's not crying anymore. He is that's good. Composed himself. That's good. Um, he seems like a man who's not afraid to show his emotions. Hmm. Very. Uh, Emotionally strong. Uh, Abraham, kind of the opposite, doesn't really show anything. Tries not to. Mm-hmm. Very manly man. Okay. Um, he. Uh, they look to you. So what's our what's our next? Go at it, I guess. That's a good question. Well, I think we should probably go to the mayor's office. That seems like best way to go about it. Probably want to isolate the secretary and security. Hmm, probably the best way to do it. Yes, yes, I think so. Might be might be good. Although we might not know how many are there in general. For sure, too. Dress pipes up. That could be dangerous. There's a lot of innocence there. Agreed. Uh, we could try and find where their base of operations is. I think that that's too dangerous for us. More danger on us, but less on the public. Mm. Perhaps, perhaps. And uh, Richard wraps up. Now we had, we do have connections still, but swinging, getting into the mayor's office with weapons and could cause a lot of mess. Maybe what they want. Hmm. Abraham goes with these with creatures that take form of these people as you know they like to insert themselves and kind of blossom out they want to take control to cause the most damage precisely like how they wanted you Hmm. I still think ripping out the roots would be the best we could try and uh Kidnap one. Interrogate it. I don't think that that would go well for any of us. Wouldn't go well for me. Although, I'm I'm sure... Is it Steven who's the doctor? Yeah. Yeah, he's the one that likes to experiment. No, different person. <laughs> yeah. No, he wants to find cures for vampirism and lycanthropy, but he'd love probably to experiment on that thing. He might like that. might like that. Yes, Steven might enjoy doing that. Steven? What do you mean, Steven? Dr. Steven... Rosenberg, yeah. He stands up. You're telling me that that old that old coot's alive. I mean, I wouldn't call him old, but yes. And he's like, where, where? Oh, he's probably asleep now. He looks at you funny. He sleeps now. I mean, recently, yes. Is he here? Somewhere, yes. Uh, Richard points to like the medical lab and Draz. Full force dashes towards the medical lab, just leaving you guys. Well, I do so love a nice reunion. It lifts the heart. So, how we could handle this is we could split up. Mm. Or we could stay here, act as backup. Uh, we could go together, of course, but that is also very conspicuous because these creatures know we're hunting them. It's true. They don't know you're hunting them. Mistake. I don't remember how many tokens we had last time. I, I was trying to figure it out too. I have no idea how many we have. I've got down all our black and then zero white, but I don't know how many. Yeah. At, there's at least. There's one for each of us, so there's at least four. And then the. There's but one for me, yeah. Yeah, and then the unknown was aware of us, so that's a one black, right? 
So I think it was that. Yeah. Let's just go with that. That's fine. Yeah. Seems wrong. I was thinking about that earlier too when we first started. I'm like, wait but, a minute. Yeah. yeah, but that one's dead, the one that found you, so he didn't get to relay the information. Oh, okay. So yeah, I mean still token's still added, but Yeah. Okay. Not that it matters, I right now can't do anything with that. I know, yet, but it's so. still nice to, yeah. to know. Mm, but yes. But yeah, I I We've only fought two of them at a time. The one when I fought with you, or we fought three. That's the most. Mistakes. He gestures to his eye. Yes, we lost a lot. You more. Places a hand on your shoulder. It's fine. You know, there's only, according to Draz, there's only been one other person who ever survived a Kanabe attack. So you were the second case. The first one was a uh, Fitz Angelson. Used to be the coroner. Was one of their contacts before the th- HQ fell. <laughs> He's yeah, good old Fitch. Or Fitz. Yeah. Um, you know, there's th- he has theories that if we kill these creatures, that maybe your life force will go back to you. Possibly. Uh, he's very eccentric with his ideas. I won't hold out any hope. But just as you see that, your phone rings. Oh, open it up. Yeah. Hello. Father? Yes. Father. It's Fitz. Fitz. Very, very interesting. What, what can I do for you this late hour? Did you... I... My face, my body, it's, it's young again. Whatever do you mean, Fitz? After the creature attacked me, it sucked my age, my life out of me. It's not as, as it was, but it's not as bad. Like I, you mean, you know how it feels? Yes, yes. It's like, did, did you guys deal with something? We may or may not have rid the world of a dark spirit of the Ganabe, yes. I just feel... I feel better, like I... Oh, I need to lay down. Yes, rest, Fitz. Mm. Thank you. And he hangs up. Hmm, not such an eccentric old man as you thought. Abraham's like, well, shit. It would be nice to be able to walk again. Hmm, possibly. Oh, um, Abraham's looking like kind of like gesturing with his hands, like, I don't know where to go. I'm not much of a leading type of man I'm more of a you tell me what to punch and I punch for you hmm. um he sits down oh I'm so tired there are barracks of course you're more than welcome to a bed we've got a nice nice place um I don't think that your room in the chapel is uh, is there any longer but you're more than welcome to stay here of course is James still up there of course he is smiles I'm gonna head off to bed um I guess I'll just pick an empty one yes that's fine and uh he trots off he's very light steps as a man mm-hmm. like as Wesley has heavy footsteps and like they're both like even larger dudes um, he's very he has very quiet steps mm-hmm. he's a thief <laughs> he's a thief <laughs> I always forget about that Richard uh, stands up I don't know if there's much for us to do tonight, but... No, no. I would agree. Rest. We'll do more in the morning. Yes. Um, And then you hear... Therese! You're alive! Like, screaming. (laughs) (laughs) And then you hear just like... like Someone, like, smashes into each other. And, uh... 
the scene kind of cuts. Kind of, scene doesn't cut. The scene, the camera shifts down past through the kitchen and kind of stops at, uh, at kind of turns right, stops at the laboratory just as um, Sarah and, and uh, Drac, Dax are coming out. Uh, moves forwards, uh, staying to that direction, and you see uh, standing like sitting on one of the bar stools is Grim. He's just like a head cock, listening. It, he looks at the camera curiously, and it shifts past him to Draz and Steven just hugging each other. Um, and it goes into the, the, the spiral hallway that leads to the lounge, and Wesley, Mavis, and uh, Roman are just like laughing, pointing, calling out things, and they're both like taking, they're all taking shots of stuff. And it kind of, and it, that camera fades up into, onto the, the resting of Mavis. As she just smiles, and after she, like, the laughing stops, her, her face just kind of rests. And you see just in the glint of her, of her eye, just this little, like, flame. As she, this, like, hate fills her eyes, thinking about the thing, these creatures that hurt her family. The scene ends there. That's what we're going to call it. Did you guys have fun? Yeah. Yeah. You guys RP'd so hard. (laughs) We tried. I tried. Frank does. (laughs) I'm going to toot my own horn that I was able to switch between voices pretty well. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh, very, very much so. That was nuts. I'm so excited. I was planning to be angry at uh, Draz since since I met Draz. (laughs) Makes sense. Makes sense. I I either figured you'd be super mad or you'd be like super full of questions. There was no in between. (laughs) Um, So thanks everyone for listening to this episode. Uh, we're finally back on the normal case after doing that sidestep into the yeah. arcane oracles. Um, I feel like it fit in though with you guys meeting Draz and yeah. well, it was perfect yeah. timing. Couldn't have been any better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, said it was like a, a month of not <laughs> this though. So yeah, right. <laughs> that's fine. It's a little rough. Um, it's okay. It kind of feels like um, a TV shows do that all the time yeah. though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's always a little bit more drawn out because it's based on our roles. So I can't, it's not directed exactly. So, I, but, uh, anyway, you want to get in contact with us, um, follow us on Twitter at Grim Encounters, hop into our discord. If you want to chat with the cast, um, thank you to Anna for creating the theme song of the intro and outro. Thank you to Tim over at tabletopaudio.com for providing the, for, for, for providing the wonderful, uh, ambient music tracks you heard. Um, you guys can go over there and use them. They're free to use as long as you give them that wonderful credit. Um, it'd be cool to use in your, your home games or whatever, just if you're at the table with friends. Uh, like, if we didn't have to record, I would be playing music for everyone using his music. So, yeah. And I know there is an instrument I can buy to do that, but it's pretty expensive. So, future Patreon goal, I guess, if that ever happens. <laughs> um If you want to support the show, leave a review on iTunes, Podchaser, Stitcher, all of that stuff. Um, especially especially uh, Apple Podcasts or iTunes or whatever. We love getting those. That really That's the most popular chart, so it really helps us get up there. If you can leave a review, uh, that'd be nice. Uh, we'll read them on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I want you all to go into your car. I want you to drive for as long as your tank has gas in it just i want you to drive due north okay and then when that car stops i want you to get out and i want you to to climb over the overpass and i want you to fall the story down to the to the highway below and i want you to climb with your broken foot through the woods and i want you to slowly crawl through till you get to a tiny hut and when you get to that tiny hut 
a young woman opens the door for you. This beautiful woman with radi- with a, with a flame red hair that cascades down her shoulders, and she offers a hand to you, and you take it, and she pulls you up. And just as she pulls you up, her mouth splits into four and opens up, and then her head falls backwards, and this giant mouth wraps around your head. And I want you to stay swooped out there. I, sometimes I don't even know where I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we know. Turn left, turn left. Right, right. Left, right. Left, right. Wall. <laughs> Damn it. I think I have to do well, hello to get into the voice for some reason, so I'm going to have to do that every time. I'm going to cut well, that hello. out. Well, hello. Well, hello.